Radio Saltire, broadcasting to East Lothian and the world with Jenna Coburn. Well, hello, folks. Welcome to Jenna's Jamboree with me, Jenna Coburn. And for the next two hours, I'll be playing a packing mix, a variety pack, a potpourri of tunes, as well as some new releases right here on Radio Saltire. I also have some community news, and if you saw on social media, it's April Fool's Day today. A whole day dedicated to playing pranks and practical jokes on the unsuspecting and having a laugh. So on today's show, I have some fun April Fool's Day facts, as well as discussing the greatest pranks of all time. However, that is not all. Today is also International Fun at Work Day. So I have a puzzler for you. It is. The average employee spends 50 minutes a day doing what? Do you think you know what it is? Fire your guesses my way via the post on the Radio Saltar Facebook page or send us a wee message. All will be revealed at the end of the show. Okay, as I mentioned at the top of the show, it is April Fool's Day and I have some fun April Fool's facts for you like these. So, back in the ancient times in Europe, they celebrated April Fool's Day by trading status, age or gender roles for the day. I think we should revise revive that um, ancient tradition. I mean, I wouldn't mind an easy day. Oh, calm down, I'm only joking. So, in Scotland, on the 1st of April, it is also known as Huntigook Day, which means hunt the gook, which in turn means find a gullible person and prank them. <laughs> in some parts of Scotland, though, the pranking lasts two days with the second day, so tomorrow, focusing on get this pranks on the posterior so that is bum to you and I so this day the 2nd of April tomorrow is known as Taily Day now I had to google this and make sure that it wasn't fake news or (laughs) an April Fool's gag (laughs) believe it or not right I can report that is indeed true it is also where us us Scots invented the kick me sign that people stick on people's backs, then obviously you end up kicking them. I mean, what is that all about, eh? Mother God. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> it is April Fool's Day. Is anyone else on edge? I mean, I think that's why I'm a bit all over the place. I am on edge. But, I mean, I swear to the absolute big man, if I get pranked today, I will not be happy. I am not a lover of pranks at all. Believe you me. Leave me be. Right, anyway. it's Anyway, I've googled this and it's bad luck to prank anyone after midday on the 1st of April. So do not take your chances with me. It'll fall back on you and you don't want that. So I am happily going to change the subject from me to the rest of the world. And let's check out the greatest pranks of all time. Okay, right. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle in because these are nuts, okay? In 1980, a BBC World Service news announcement reported that Big Ben would be given a digital display. Oh my god, Jesus. Not only that, the iconic clock's now useless hands would be given away to the <laughs> to the first four people who called in. Whilst most people reacted with shock and anger, one Japanese sailor immediately called the station with <laughs> of claiming the prize, oh my god. Oh, in the name of god! Oh, 
here's another one. Right. In 1978, residents of Sydney, Australia, woke up to find a huge iceberg floating in the Sydney Harbour. <laughs> like, hold it together, come Days before the prank, electronics entrepreneur Dick Smith announced that an iceberg he had towed from Antarctica would be arriving in Sydney the following week. He obviously didn't give a date because it would be a giveaway. And sure enough, there it was. The public was agog. <laughs> Australian Navy even called Smith to ask if he needed help mooring the iceberg. Oh my god. Until it rained, revealing that the iceberg was actually a barge covered in sheets of white plastic and firefighting foam. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. What in the actual name of Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and the wee donkey was that? I need a system restore after that. I think that's just deleted very important cookies from my noggin. People actually fell for these, didn't they? Oh my god. Right, I need to move on and play some more songs before my head explodes. In sync there with It's Gonna Be Me and I just had a flashback. Now this came out, I think it was either, I think it was early noughties, right? I should really have checked that, but I'm thinking early noughties and I vaguely actually know. I crystal clearly remember trying to copy the dance moves and then obviously making a racket and my dad going, what are you up to? Nothing. (laughs) Yes, today is April Fool's Day, but it's also International Fun at Work Day. I can confirm that I am unreservedly having fun and I hope you are too, for I have a puzzler, a conundrum for you. It is this. The average employee spends 50 minutes a day doing what? Fancy having a guess? Head over to the Radio Soul Tower Facebook page and comment on my post or send me a wee message. Oh, and remember folks, if you have any song requests or if you'd like to give a shout out to work colleagues or anyone really, get in touch via the Facebook page or email studio at radiosoultower.com. But before I move on and play some more songs, I want to pay tribute to two men who sadly passed away in the last seven days. One of them passed away on Wednesday from complications from glio- what's it, glioblastoma. His name was Tom Parker. He was a member of the UK boy band The Wanted. And here is one of my favourite songs of The Wanted. It is We Own The Night. A tribute to Tom Parker, who sadly passed away on Wednesday. The other man I'd like to pay tribute to is Foo Fighters Taylor Hawkins. He passed away last Friday after suffering from chest pains. The Foo Fighters song I'm going to play was described by the band's lead Dave Grohl as a stomping Foo Fighters up-tempo song with a little bit of Chuck Berry in it. Here's The Pretender. Folks, it's me, Jenna Coburn, and you're listening to Jenna's Jamboree live on Radio Solter. And it's the 1st of April, so you know what that means. Stay indoors and talk to the one. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> but do watch out for shenanigans because it is April's Fool, April Fool's Day. Now, I've been sent an April Fool's Day joke, and I'll be honest with you, it is bad. But here we go. What should you not do on April Fool's Day? <laughs> Propose. <laughs> well, only if you mean it. But if you're not partaking in the day's tomfooleries, I mean... Oh, that's bad, that's bad. I'm going to change the tune to something I heard a few days ago, actually, which quite I'm quite gutted about. 
On Wednesday, Rumor Willis, that's the daughter of Bruce Willis, announced on her Instagram account that her dad is retiring from acting due to recently having been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting on his cognitive abilities. Now, aphasia is a language disorder caused by damage in a specific area of the brain that controls language expression and comprehension. It's said that um, aphasia leaves a person unable to communicate effectively with others. Many people have aphasia as a result of stroke. So that is, that's a shame because he's a great actor and he was one of my favourite. He's in my favourite ever Christmas movie. And yes, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Fact. But I'm still gutted. What a shame. Now, talking April Fool's Day, I have a few more fun facts for you. Here's the first one. It's an old suspicious... Sorry, it's an old suspicion that the 1st of April is a cursed, unlucky day. No way. (laughs) Various religious reasons are sometimes given for this. For instance, the 1st of April is said to be the birthday of Judas, or the day Judas hanged himself, or the day the devil was banished from heaven. Fact number two. It was said that those who wed on the 1st of April would, oh, this is grim, would never be able to trust their spouse, dooming their marriage to failure, Jesus. Or that a man who married on the 1st of April would always play second fiddle to his wife. (laughs) Oh dear. After Napoleon wed Marie Louise of Austria on the 1st of April, sorry, the 1st of April 1810, his subjects mockingly began to call him a poisson d'avril, which is an April fish. Right, oh my god, right. Gotta remember this is 1810, okay? So, the mockery was even put to rhyme. Napoleon, Napoleon, we thought you were a nice Italian dish. Instead, we have discovered that you are a small April fish. <laughs> Savage! Oh my god. Right, right, moving on. I have some technology facts now. In 2004, Google debuted its Gmail email service that came with a gigabyte of free storage, which was unheard of at the time. So naturally, people thought it was a hoax, but it wasn't, obviously. In 1976, the Apple computer was founded by Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak and Ronald Wayne. They deliberately chose the 1st of April to launch because they said, we want to be different. A job well done. (laughs) Today is April Fool's Day. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't wait for it to be over. But it's also International Fun at Work Day. So before I delve into more greatest April Fool's Day pranks of all time, I have a puzzler for you. A work-related conundrum. The average employee spends 50 minutes a day doing what? Reckon you know what it is? Head over to our Facebook page and comment on my post or send us a wee message with your guesses. Okay, okay. More greatest April Fool's Day pranks of all time. <laughs> oh my God. Why? Why did I do this to myself? Right, okay. A 1962 April Fool's Day broadcast from what was then Sweden's only TV network, SVT, told viewers that they would be able to <laughs> to see the normally black and white broadcast in colour if they had the right materials. Okay, keep going, keep going. Technical expert Kel Stenson explained to viewers 
in highly scientific details. I can already tell it's gonna be bad. Eh? That if they <laughs> that if they stretched a pair of nylon stockings over their TV sets, the light would filter in such a way as to allow them to see the broadcast in colour. <sighs> the best <laughs> best see the results, stands and recommended viewers would need to move their heads from side to side as they watched. Oh my god. Thousands of people were apparently taken in by this hoax. <laughs> oh my word, can you believe it? Okay, here's another one. In 1957, the BBC show Panorama announced that, thanks to a very, a very mild winter, Swiss farmers were enjoying an exceptionally heavy spaghetti crop. <laughs> announcement was accompanied with footage of Swiss spaghetti harvesters pulling the pasta off tree branches. <sighs> Hundreds of Britons, many of whom didn't eat the Italian dish regularly, called the BBC to ask how they could grow a spaghetti tree of their own without missing a beat. The BBC replied, <laughs> Composure, composure. The BBC replied, Place a sprig of spaghetti in a tin of tomato sauce and hope for the best. <laughs> God, can you believe that? In the name of the wee man, you couldn't write it. Well, you could because these are in fact these in fact did happen. Uh, I can't even write. I'm just going to go into the music now. This is Jamira Kwai, Virtual Insanity, because that's what I'm feeling right now. And today is April Fool's Day. We've laughed and had fun, hopefully, and managed to get through the day so far, not being the victim of a prank, unlike these gullible people from 1982 when the Daily Mail <laughs> reported that. 10,000 rogue bras were threatening public safety. <laughs> Ian's in here, he's looking at me as if to say, what? <laughs> Seems the manufacturer had used copper wiring intended for fire alarms. <laughs> and now the underwiring was interfering with radio and television signals. <laughs> the story goes that BT's chief engineer immediately demanded that female workers disclose what type of bra they're wearing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, my god, my god. Here's another one. Okay, in 1976, during an early morning interview on BBC Radio 2, the British astronomer Patrick Moore announced that at exactly 9.47am, a once-in-a-lifetime astronomical event was going to occur. Pluto would pass behind Jupiter and this planetary alignment would temporarily counteract and lessen the Earth's own gravity. Moore told listeners that if they jump in the air at the exact moment, oh my god... They would experience a strange floating sensation. So at 9.47, the station began receiving hundreds of phone calls from listeners claiming to have felt this sensation. Oh, Jesus, take the wheel. One woman replied that she and her friends had risen from their chairs and floated around the room. Oh, did you? 
<laughs> well, what Kevin said, okay? So, I reckon she'd been watching too many, too much Mary Poppins on repeat. Or was she having a special tea party with her friends? Oh, 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 I forgot to mention. I conducted some polls over on social media. You know, I like a poll. So, the first one was, what is your attitude towards April Fool's Day? And 27% said they like it, with 73% said they don't. I'm with the 73, to be fair. <laughs> Another one. Do you plan to partake in April Fool's Day? 33% said you know it. 67 said, nah. <laughs> um, another, I've got another two. If you were partaking, how would you react? 42% said they'd smile and say, good one. 58% said <laughs> that they'd be mad and would prank, prank back. Uh, I think that's that's me as well, to be fair. And the last one. If partaking, would, who would you prank? 78% said family and friends, and 22% said co-workers. Mm. So, from them percentages, it would appear that either April Fool's Day isn't as big over here in the UK, or we're boring. <laughs> I'm just messing. Um, I think it's more the fact that we're all just too busy these days to get involved. Or we're not wanting to get involved and become victims of the day ourselves. So we turn a blind eye. So on today's show, I've been sharing some fun April Fool's Day facts and regaling you with the greatest April Fool's Day pranks of all time. I hope we've had a chuckle at absolutely how outrageous they all are. But did you notice the pattern? The pranks all happened before the launch of the internet. So information wasn't as readily available as nowadays. Plus everybody questions everything these days anyway. Oh, and today is also International Fun at Work Day. I hope you've been partaking. If not, there's still time. But remember, I have a puzzler for you. The average employee spends 50 minutes a day doing what? Well, I can reveal that the average employee spends 50 minutes a day looking for missing documents, emails and files. <laughs> and I can quite believe it, to be fair. There you go. Well done, folks, if you guessed correctly. Pat on the back for you guys. And now, I just want to say thanks so much for joining me here on Radio Saltar. I will be back next week with either more of the same or something completely different. Who knows? That is still a week away. No two shows are the same though. So you know it's going to be totally random, but filled with great tunes to get you feeling those Friday vibes. Catch you next week. Bye!